to all people all over the world. This is Movies in 4K, episode 69. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And the Phantom is going to lead out this movie review and grading with a fun fact. This was the highest grossing R-rated comic book based movie until the release of Deadpool. Wow. We got a lot to talk about during this review, I think. So let's kick it off. From 2006, we are covering a movie called 300. It is rated R, runs for about two hours, and is listed in two genres. And that will be changing. But by stats here, it's denoted in action and drama. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's action. It is drama. But it has... Uh, quite a bit of fantasy added wow she's agreeing with me before i even said it absolutely fantasy here no doubt about it i would also uh, maybe add history because this is based on a real event but this movie never claims to be based on actual history yeah it's not history if anything war maybe yeah But I think we're going to stick with action, drama, fantasy. Yep. Directed by Zack Snyder, the guy who did Dawn of the Dead remake, which I wasn't happy with, and several other movies now. Man of Steel. Yeah. Producer for many DC comic movies, uh, Justice League. Right. uh, Sin City, etc. Okay. And the lead stars are who, Lady Phantom? Jared Butler, Lena Headey. David Wenham, Michael Fassbender, and uh, Rodrigo Santoro. Isn't it Gerard, not Gerald? Gerard Butler, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. All right, read that monstrous one sentence synopsis, sir. <laughs> King Leonidas of Sparta and a force of 300 men fight with the Persians at Thermopylae in 480 BC. Yeah. <laughs> When I knew we was going to be covering this movie, that's all I read. I knew nothing else about this movie whatsoever. I've heard it talked about in passing, but via the box cover and everything, I'm not a fan of gladiator fight Roman time medieval movies. So, and this is before all of that. Yes, and I was displeased already but i'm telling you what i don't know if i'm gonna have one positive in this movie (laughs) but let's get in because this movie has so many faults and i'm gonna be saying them all this movie starts out with a young boy lady phantom training actually a baby yes wow that's two seconds (laughs) and then he grows up during time he's supposed to become this famous leader And he gets shuffled off during his training 
by himself, he gets, what's the word I'm looking for? Cast out of the land? Well, he's sent on a mission as many Spartan youth used to be. Okay. So he's on this mission. <laughs> oh, and he comes across this wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Worse CGI wolf, even worse than in Twilight, believe it or not. I didn't think I'd ever see anyone worse than in one of the Twilights, and I don't know which one it was. And you already said in another movie that that wolf was worse than Twilight. Well, this one takes the cake in this. So he defeats the wolf and comes back and is the ruler of this land. Correct? He's the king. king. The He's king of the Sparta. King yeah all right describe lady phantom the guy that shows up with the skulls he's persian yeah it happens a little later yeah okay well we don't need to contextualize some dialogue that really means nothing in this movie because this movie's about one main topic but just to walk it up describe what that guy wanted and was doing coming to the land he came as a messenger from Xerxes, the Persian god king. And basically, he wanted earth and water from Sparta. Like, he wanted King Leonidas to kneel before Xerxes, and he would have everything. I mean, like, Sparta would be left great, and it would have everything it needed as long as it kneeled. And we, well, many of you, I'm sure, have heard the phrase, this is Sparta. And he doesn't get it because he gets killed. Right. And he knows this is going to cause a war. Yes. And he actually gets a nod from his wife, the queen. Yes. To do this. So it's basically just these two people over the whole faction of Sparta that are really controlling the land. Now, in history, is this common for kings and queens? Well, no. I mean, in history and even in Greek history, we know that the, the Senate was the one that controlled the, the wars or lack thereof, etc. Back in this time? Back, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know how accurate this is historically in this specific case, but we are talking about a guy that was like, okay, you have to become the servants for some Persian guy or you face war. And Sparta, historically, was not one to just kneel. So Right, they're and they did for go, warriors and stuff. And they, uh, yes, and this did happen. I mean, not as stylishly, but it did happen. Okay, King Leonidas goes to the Oracle, which is a bunch of old, diseased men. Yeah, the oracle was the girl. For permission. Yeah, the oracle was the girl. The 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 men, I don't know what I don't remember what they were called, but it was a funny name. Yeah, they're all diseased and yeah. it's almost like they're the council. You need to get their approval. Yeah, they they are they call them inbred right. swines. Yes, they look like they got leprosy or something. Ew, like that. Yeah. And they don't commit to this. They say no all your people are going to die and we don't want this conflict. He takes it upon himself. And this is where the name of the movie comes from. He gathers up his 300 men, warrior fighters, the best ones mm -hmm. travel 
and try to box in the Persians so they don't get to their land while fighting and killing them off and surviving. He concocts this plan with the land, how it's laid out, so they can hold down these fighters from coming into their land to taking over Sparta Mm -hmm. so they don't capture their women and make them slaves and everything because Persians have many, many more fighters. They actually say a million, and he makes a joke during the movie, well, I hope they were exaggerating, but it's a vast army. Yes. Way more than 300, tens of thousands, you could say. I think it's it's it must be like 30,000 because by the end of the movie, they, there are 10,000 Greek soldiers and they say that the Persians outnumbered them three to one. So we're talking about 30,000 Persians. Okay, somewhere around that. That doesn't matter. But this whole movie outside of this opening scenario, maybe... 15 minutes 20 tops is all about this conflict with sparta and the persians yeah and the war yeah that's all it's about yeah there's no other side plots angles there might be a little his queen gets in a little kerfuffle with another leader back there but uh, and there's the hunchback guy yeah but i wouldn't even call that a side plot that was just something shoehorned in to maybe make it a little more interesting i mean he drives the climb well not he, he doesn't it's not that he drives the climactic part of the story but something bad happens because of him okay then we got the leader of the persians xerxes xerxes rodrigo santoro Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know what I was expecting with this movie, Phantom. I mean, I knew it was a dated piece, which I don't like. I knew it was gladiator spears and arrows and shields and all this silliness to me. And I was shocked where this movie went because that's the story. We're not going deeper into the story. We can touch on a action scenario if the phantom wants here and there but this movie gets fantasy realm dealing with huge creatures this one incredible hawk-like acting guy that's a monster size and just grunts and groans and he's chained up and they release him And oh my God, I'm like, what am I watching here? Because I thought this was based in some sort of reality. You know, I thought it was going to be like the movie Gladiator or something like that. But I mean, something very, very important that unfortunately it's something else that you don't like is that this movie is directly based on a graphic novel, which is basically a comic book but for adults like it's it's a book but it's drawn it's a a graphic novel so many things that happen in this movie come from that graphic novel not from actual history and the look of the movie comes directly from that too and we can start with that going in the technicals and you can go back if you want to touch okay. on some more story phantom but we got a lot of technicals here because i'm going to be criticizing a lot and the phantom can battle with me or agree 
the look of this movie. Super blown out. It's almost all in deep yellow hues and dirty look and blown out contrast wise. Yes. Which is a styling of the movie. Yes. I thought it was absolutely terrible because the color correction during the different cameras and scenes in this was so fluctuating and didn't match hardly at all. Like it goes to wide landscapes. There's a lot of wide angles in this because it has to portray tens of thousands of fighters and men coming over cliffs and mountains and landscapes and stuff like this and it wasn't pulled off one percent in my opinion well i disagree i mean i will not say that this movie is perfect in its style even though they did i mean everything in this movie is completely on purpose i don't think they hit the mark all the time like many things are actually not well done but I do like the look of this movie. And there were many scenes that looked just like you were looking at the comic book or at a comic book or graphic novel. They were like it was completely on purpose. Yes, it was stylized. It was trying to be creative. But I understand that. I personally didn't like it. That's not what I'm really criticizing. I hated it personally watching this movie, the coloring, but it was the color correction from Mm. the pans and the shots. It was altering constantly and it wasn't done fluidly and natural. It was so unnatural and untamed. It was almost jarring how bad it was done. I think maybe what I'm understanding here is uh, that, yeah, like the the general style of the movie was, uh, it had a palette. But then there were certain scenes that didn't have that palette, not really. So it's almost like the movie didn't commit to a look. Right. Like it was like trying to, to, to experiment with different scenes. And you had a few scenes that looked like they could have come out of Gladiator, for example. But others were not. They were completely comic book-like. So I would have maybe liked to say, oh, okay, so just please figure out what you're going to do. Are you going to do something that looks more historically correct or realistic? Or you're going to do the, the comic book look, but decide. Like, choose one. And wasn't it jarring? At, th- at times it was. It was not as jarring as me as for you, but at times it, it was. Okay, yeah. now let's get into the fighting scenes with the CGI. Oh my God, there's so yes. much of this because you got all these fighters. A lot of fast action. It started out fast action, then they did a lot of slow motion. You know I like that, fam. Yes. Some of it was okay none of it was up to par with like wonder woman or something when they went to slow motion the slow motion in this was very gimmicky to me when they went to that but i want you to talk about the cgi blood splatters in this whole movie i've seen video games done way better than in this movie yeah and uh okay as to, to what you were saying a little before 
Yeah, I do think some of the slow motion was done well, but I do think they went a little overboard with it in this movie. At some point, it's like, okay, can we get off the slow motion, please? Can we do some like real fighting, please? You know, at some point. Now, the CGI stuff. The problem is that they did most of the blood, most of it in post-production as CGI to match the look of the comic. The problem is that this is not a comic book. It's a movie. And at some point, you have to see blood splattering and everything and look real. Because if it doesn't, it's like you cannot feel for the people getting killed if, you, if, no, if there is no blood. absolutely terrible. This has to be one of the worst I've ever seen. And I've seen so many terrible horror movies uh, yeah. with CGI blood. And you criticize it even more than I do. Yeah, and, it, and the problem is that in this movie, it was done like that completely on purpose. They They purposefully didn't make it look more real so to make it look like in the well, comic book but it doesn't look good because it's a movie yes and phantom there's just way too much of it in this yes this happens hundreds of times in this movie yes all right now i want to cover the green screens the overlays of some of these wide angle shots some with the wolf some with people out looking like they're in a wide open desert and stuff oh my god it was so staged and horrendous to me and now you're gonna go well it's going with the look of the the, the novel yeah i don't care this is a movie i'm glad you said that and it looks completely staged Actors were just standing around. They said, action, say your lines. Nothing's moving. It's all staticky. It's blown out in these bright white yellow hues. Nothing looks natural. Nothing looks real. Nothing looks ordinary. So it was pitiful to me. It wasn't pitiful to me, but I, I mean, I see your point. It wasn't pitiful to me. I, mean, I really enjoy with... <laughs> the exception of certain things like the blood, which I wasn't really a fan of. But in general, I do enjoy the look of this movie. Okay, now I'm going with the acting, and I know you're not going to agree with me here. <laughs> there was so much overacting in this movie that it blew me away. Like these screaming rants that go on this movie many times. It doesn't just happen once or twice when they're gathering the men around and they're going to fight and somebody gets a little louder. And I'm going to denote it to the Mel Gibson when we reviewed. Braveheart. And, was it Braveheart? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah when he, what's his, what's his name in that? William Wallace. Yeah. William Wallace. Like when he's commanding his man and riding on a horse. Like, yes, his voice raises a little bit to mean he's serious. In this, they're screaming at the top of their lungs. Gerard Butler, other characters, his co-people and stuff in here. And another guy back in Sparta. Like, they couldn't talk normal. They didn't know how to speak and emphasize without shouting that hurt my ears like it was so ridiculous and before i let phantom go <laughs> there's many scenes in here i thought i was watching a football game like 
everybody's standing around they get done a speech and they're like oh clear yeah yeah like they're at the super bowl or something and it was so staged and terrible i was even watching individual faces here because there's like 50 guys on screen and you can just see them raising their arms at different times and go like trying to pump up each other oh my god it was terrible to me (laughs) So go on well, and disagree with the old Spartans, what is your profession? Oh, oh, <laughs> I did like that. I mean, I will agree because this is something that I've thought from the very beginning. I've always liked Gerard Butler since I saw him in this movie. But I have always thought he was a bit, if not a lot, overacting in it. Yeah, oh, I, I, I will totally agree with that. Except the girl. She, oh, well, didn't Lena rock. she didn't have good. to scream or nothing in this she had one standout part in it that was probably one of the best scenes she of the is movie. very good but there is sex in this movie i do want to allude to there is some nudity here and i gotta talk about this costuming that <laughs> oh my god guys wearing a robe and underwear basically or swimming trunks is the whole movie now you as a woman might like that they all got six packs which i found so bizarre well, i read actually that they were i mean all the, the the main guys at least they all went through like strenuous training of course, for this and, movie. and back in this time they would never have anybody look like this it's sparta I mean, they were they were in top physical form because they were soldiers. It was a yes, nation they of were, soldiers. But they're not going to have six packs like this. Every single person, Lady Fam. Well, and I don't know about that. On purposely show it off in every scene. I in don't this know about movie. that. But we go back to this is based on a comic book where all the men look like that and they had to be like that all the okay, time. Well, this is a movie. I thought it was ridiculous. And, oh well. And. Part of their wardrobe is sandals, and they're flipping and fighting in sandals, running, which you ain't doing. Well, I don't know because I'm not Greek and I didn't live all that well, time ago, so I don't know about that. Sandals, and you've been out walking, and you ain't running and flipping in the air. But wait, no, no, no. Okay, they are sandals. They are not flip flops. I mean, they're they were sandals, actually okay, family. but they were tied to their legs. And we're talking about Spartan men. They are not going to be like, oh, oh, a grain of sand. Like, they wouldn't care about that. So, I don't know. I cannot criticize that because I, I'm not versed in the, in the fashion of the time. Okay. More <laughs> on with the costuming here. This Xerxes guy <laughs> has every piercing in his face known yes. to man. Yes. And there's actually a scene or two in this, <laughs> which is kind of erotic, I would say, in a way, when they go inside and you see a lot of kissing and stuff like this. Oh, and Cersei's a labyrinth place, or whatever. Labyrinth. When in his place where he was with his girls and yeah uh servants and stuff yeah so bizarre so out of place this guy standing with a so many piercings everywhere (laughs) with his cape open and it's like okay just stand here like this and that just makes some weird looks 
so bizarre, so goofy to well, me. Well, that's the way it oh is. Oh, my God. And this was the first time it alluded to me. I'm watching a fantasy movie. Up until this one scene, so we're about 30 minutes in, when he comes to actually meet Xerxes, he meets him and says, oh, you must be Xerxes, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Xerxes goes to talk. And they modulate his voice. And I'm like, what am I? Yeah. Because it was like a realistic movie up until then. And I'm like, what are they? Why are they doing this? But he is a god. So apparently he's got powers or something. So then, which he doesn't in this movie, by the way, he doesn't elicit any supernatural powers. No, he's powers, just a god king. But it's so out of place this modulation of his yeah. voice like why isn't he just talking normal yeah it's a it's an octave lower actually a, com, uh, a full octave lower and yeah i mean i just also ever since i saw it for the first time i was like okay this is weird but i mean the point the guy was a god king and he had to sound you know imposing and dangerous and i'm guessing that's why they did it silly but yeah yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. And he wasn't intimidating in the least, this guy, to me. No, because it, it was it was weird what they did, you know. I don't know if they used perspective or what they used, but he looked, like, very, very tall, but not... It, it looked funny. Somehow it didn't look like it could actually happen. Like they, they show this super, super guy. And we know that there are people existing, you know, that are super, super tall and they look kind of funny or, or weird or something. But no, because this guy, he looked like a perfectly normal guy, only gigantic. And that doesn't happen. So it, it looked out of place. Yes. And this human monster that I alluded to that sounded like Incredible Hawk, he only grunts oh. and he's super tall, supposed to be muscular as all could be. Ugly. He's got some deformities yeah, and things like Yeah, some deformed like guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my was, god I, i'm like what, what i don't even understand like i yeah. told phantom i'm like what am i watching like this makes no sense to me all at i all. could think of in that moment is, is oh they brought a cave troll something <laughs> like that i mean it, it reminded me of that because i mean i get it you know all this was based on this comic book and i'm sure there were a lot of things in the in the comic book that are weird and they were created for the comic book not historically correct in any way or shape and uh, i'm sure something like that happened there and they just translated it to the screen and i'm okay with that because it is a graphic novel put into screen but still there's something yeah but that did the, the troll guy didn't bother me but cersei's yeah all right this one maybe doesn't end the way you think it's going to. We can't touch on that. But it had a, I'm not going to say unique by no means, but it. if you're into this movie, I think you'll enjoy how it ends and there's some satisfaction there. But I don't think you could predict how this movie is going to end if you haven't read the book or seen this movie. Well, if you know that what historically happened, you can get a an idea of what That's happens. That's exact. I don't know if it's exact, but 
Okay, well, then maybe you should research it before. No, no, no. I'm saying, I don't know if it's completely exact point by point, but the general idea is correct. Wow. I know that there is a sequel, and I don't know anything about that sequel, and I don't know if that sequel is based on on any comic book specifically or history, but I have no clue. I think we should leave it there. What do you think? Okay, here we go. This is... And you heard me criticize every part of this movie. Correct? You heard me, Correct. Yes. You out there heard me. This is personally the worst movie I've seen in a long time. I gave you many reasons why I'm coming in so low with this. And it's not just because I don't like these type of movies. I've enjoyed several of these superhero movies we've watched you've heard me i've come in in six eight on one and i give credit where i think credit is due this has faults everywhere from the story to the acting to the special effects to the camera work to the editing to the post this is a one out of ten to me Okay. <laughs> yes worst movie oh, i've my. seen in, than i can remember lady phantom so what do you got well i really enjoy this movie i i do like it i like its look i like the the historical part because i happen to really enjoy movies about history and war and things that actually happened this one of course is not completely correct i mean it doesn't claim to be historically correct or anything and it is based on a graphic novel so it definitely i mean and it has all the look from that so i i i cannot penalize it for that and i like it i actually like it there are things that i already mentioned that i'm not crazy about but they are not that bad for me to me this movie is a seven out of ten wow and it's a buy. Woo! That is nuts. Okay, you're here for that 4K quality and audio review, whether this movie is worth it to spend extra money to get it on 4K or either buy it, you know. I mean, this is a one, but I will be accurate if I think this disc is worthy or not. First thing, Lady Phantom, grain throughout this movie, heavy at times. Yes very very distracting at times extremely and going along with the coloring with the styling i think it hurts being on 4k because it just gave it a super unnatural look than it would on dvd or blu-ray and the contrast was so blown out and i'll tell you out there how you can tell how this movie looked Take a picture with your iPhone or Android phone and just jack that contrast all the way up. And that's exactly how this whole movie looks throughout with different color correction being poor. It does change, but it killed this 4K for me. Yes. The grain first and foremost. Yeah. And, and then this contrasting effect. And I read after watching the movie and, and this shocked me actually that they used black crush intentionally yes well In, i didn't know that intentionally i was going to say there was a lot they said that it used a technique called the crush and they explained that what they do is that 
basically they blow out the contrast and the result is black crush but it's i mean honestly it did kill this movie for me because on 4k i want to see what there is in the dark places and the problem is that you watch it in 4k and that black crush that is not that terrible on blu-ray gets blown up to the maximum and i Right, and there was some specular highlights in this. I will say that it happened a couple times. Yes. And there was a few scenes that popped a little. And it's funny because we want that pop in a lot of movies. We want them bright, vibrant colors. We want a large contrast ratio here. Yes. But what you got to realize with this movie is that everything's blown out. So you're losing any popping effect. And it's just all super bright and but while being dark, no pop. It just gives this effect that we're trying to explain to you. Yes. And also about the grain, it was funny because many scenes that I thought, should, I mean, it being a grainy movie, there were many scenes that I thought should have had grain, but didn't, like landscapes or something. And many scenes that shouldn't, have had grain like close-ups that were filled with it and i yes. couldn't believe my eyes and i hate it yeah that. a lot of scenes when there was one or two characters talking off to the side you just see the snow and the grain going crazy i in know those yes and there's that scene in the cave or the tunnel with the woman and the guy she's having the fight with there's one bright light shining right down on them and i call it white crush (laughs) yeah it's so bright that you can't even see their faces yes and it was so terribly done like i'm like oh my god this is not looking good now with the cgi with this coloring I mean, it just looked well, it's out pain- of this world. It's painfully fake. obvious. It's, yeah. Yes, painfully. Like, it hurt me so bad watching all these fighting scenes. Yeah. Before when I had watched the movie, like, for example, that scene with the wolf. Oh, I mean, God. I knew that it That's was not a worst. real wolf because it was never supposed to look real, you know, because of all the me- all, all the reasons I've already mentioned but it didn't bother me. But now watching it in 4K, it, it just looks... But why wouldn't a wolf made to be looked real, fam? Because it that doesn't look no like sense. a wolf. It looks... It's supposed to look like way too menacing, more like a beast, not really an animal. Like what a super fake werewolf would look like, something like that. But well, whatever they were going for, it don't matter. It was terrible. Yeah, it, it looked very, very bad. Like, maybe it is also because once upon a time, you know, when I watched this movie and everything, when it first came out, I mean, it was something kind of new and it looked cool. But now, like, re-watching it after watching very good CGI, this this wolf just, just doesn't do it. Yeah, definitely that, and, and she was kind with the review too i think she liked it way more well, than the, the technicals is, i mean it. i like that movie and i like many of the technical aspects but here in the 4k i do i mean i am honest and i did for example the black crush thing i hated it and all that grain it was just so yeah, distracting from the second on i'm like oh i knew it 
I mean, this is a 2006 movie, yeah. so I was expecting a sheen, a grain. But, oh, man, this is pretty Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. And then, like, the, the scene where they show the 300, like, the first, the title scene, that 300 in red and black, it looked great. Mm -hmm. and, but then, it, I mean, it goes to the actual movie, and I was hoping that since they were telling the story of Leonidas and how he came to be trained and everything... I was like, okay, maybe it's, a, it's just a flashback. It's just a flashback. It will get better. No, it didn't. Yeah, see, and herein lies the problem, Lady Phantom. Since they blew out the contrast so much, that just elevates the grain. Yes. So you're going to get way more grain on 4K format than Blu-ray and DVD. Hence, by 10 times more. Yeah, I mean. And, and it's very visible. And I can just imagine, I mean, because this contrast was blown up ever since the movie was made you know for the movies for blu-ray for dvd but the problem is that you put it in 4k and then that contrast that is already blown up yes is with the way HDR, more visible with the, with the hdr all that exactly so then all the flaws that at a point were just the style of the movie and they didn't look that bad on 4K, they just become too much. Yes, yeah, I mean, so what are it. you going to give it for the detail now? Because when there was plenty of light, you do see a lot of, I mean, you see their six packs and little pock marks they have on their stomach and scenes like that. Yeah, you can it, see. You, it does yeah. maintain a level of detail. Yes, I mean, Michael Fassbender, you can see every muscle in his body. And he was very, I don't know about now, but he was very, very lean. And you can see every muscle in his body, which was good. Then you see, for example, the, the close-ups with Xerxes and his face. You can see the gold dust on his skin and his piercings. And also the, the, the immortal army, you know, like the, the shine in their masks, like the silver. It looked very yes, good. Yes, that was all the slaves. yeah. And uh, some also, and, and they look good. Actually, their makeup, I didn't mention it, but their makeup looked the good The one too. guy that you said has a key part towards the end, the hunchback uh -huh. guy with all the yeah. welts and everything. It was good, but it's not anything you haven't seen on 4K. Like, it didn't rise to a level of, ooh, this was really crisp. No, because of the coloring yeah. took away a lot of the intricate details yes 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 and there are scenes where you can see the sweat you know like the, yes. the drops of sweat and right. you can see peach fuzz and skin and everything right. but at the same time many of these scenes while you are looking at, at these tiny details many of them have grain heavy a few of them don't which is funny but it's it's like, wait a minute, this is a close-up. I'm looking at these fine details in someone's face. Why am I looking at grain? Right. I'm with you, Lady Phantom. Okay, probably the one good thing I can say about this is the soundtrack yes. and the sound effects were really good. A lot of surrounds yes. here. Yes. Not many overheads. Again, this and is that And they did use them. Like at yes, some, there with, was noticeable overheads Yeah, in with this the movie. arrows and stuff like yes. that. It's, it's, you could see it. I you would could say hear it. it's more noticeable than a lot on this yes. movie. But tons of surround effects here. Yes. The score so-so, I 
didn't really hate the score or anything. No. I think it fit for the movie. It was eclectic. Like it was some a of it- really nice balance with all the speakers. And yes. Bass wasn't like pumping or anything, but I thought it was good. It, it wasn't was overbearing. Mm-hmm. I think it worked for what type of movie this was. Yeah, I especially liked one scene where Leonidas drops his helmet and his shield and his spear. Yes. And and you could hear them like rumble yeah, on the, the ground. Yeah, the metal hitting rock. Yes, yeah, a that, lot that of metal nice. sounds here, sound effects and whizzing sounds with the arrows and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that was very nice. And the spears. And like I said, a lot of hand-to-hand combat with spears going in bodies and stuff like that. So that was the best thing about this movie to me if i had to you know say what's the best thing it would be whoever produced the score it matched what was going on on screen yes okay special features time additional scenes of the treacherous hunchback and giant warriors frank miller's vision realized on film 300 spartans fact or fiction the shocking life of a spartan revealed who were the Spartans? How the actors build their characters based on Spartan costumes. Webisodes. Go on set with the cast and crew. Commentary by director Zack Snyder and more. All right, Lady Phantom, you bought this disc. What'd that puppy cost? It cost like $29. Ooh, it's an expensive 20, $25, one. $29, yeah. That's pretty steep. That's like, and that's not no new release either now. It might have just came out on 4K not too long ago. I don't know. But 30 bucks for 4K, that's almost like when they just come out, 30 34 bucks. All right, for me, totally unworthy. I mean, the movie's terrible to me. But for the disc for what 4k does no this is a down tick i think if you want this movie get it on blu-ray like you're just going to enjoy it more because it was very jarring most of this movie i personally didn't like the coloring there's faults with the coloring in it when it switches cameras phantom liked the coloring but even agrees that this blowout effect on 4k doesn't highlight what it's doing it's super grainy atmos track was good though but that's it on this disc and clarity even if there's an uptick over blu-ray it's so minute and the problem with that is it's highlighting all that grain more so you're losing the detail there this is a d it's unworthy yeah i had heard people on you know youtube videos saying how beautiful this movie looked and oh my i mean i like the look of this movie i already said it many times on this episode but really i don't think the 4k does it any favors whatsoever mainly because it has so 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 much grain and that black crush is honestly upsetting and because the cgi blood which is spewed i don't care about movie. that i don't care about that because that is a decision made by them because the the blood was supposed to be like that but i am talking about this black crush because it it was like it was bad you know like you're trying to distinguish you're trying to see what is going on in the dark and you don't see a single thing and i honestly doubt that it is that bad on the blu-ray so to me this movie is also a d and 
As much as I like it, I don't think it's worth it. That's going to wrap up episode 69 of the movie 300. Lady Phantom, tell them what to do. Go to BillShetty.com. Sign that guest book. Let us know what you think, your comments, your thoughts, your suggestions, recommendations. And also there on BillShetty.com, you can subscribe to our podcast from anywhere you want. I'm on Twitter at LadyPhantom74. And also there you can find our links to Letterboxd. That's it. You've been listening to Movies in 4K. We're pumping them out. Get that subscription. We'll catch you on the next one.